Carl. Yes, it is. Uh, played with Adam Richard. Outrageous got ran out. Hi. Toby Sullivan. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've got nothing either. I got wow. nothing at all. This is a really high energy start, guys. <sighs> Means the rest of it might be good. Might. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait up, wait up. Let's try it again. Let's do it again. Okay. This is the fabulous Adam Richards. Hooray! The outrageous Scott Brennan. I'm excited. And the punctual Toby Sullivan. Julia, you're definitely going to college. That was a party of five. Oh, okay. Right. Right. Okay. Ah, I should have gone with a deep sigh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Or maybe when Bailey told Claudia he was sick of his whingy, whiny little voice. That was my favourite. When he was drunk as a clown at the kids' party. Okay, I'm going to step in here and say, here's the forecast. <laughs> all right, you do that. We're just going to go talk about party five. Okay, five. all right. Yeah, you <laughs> Julia, you're definitely going to college. <laughs> Talk poofy to me. Hey, Scott. Yes. I'm very excited. Are you? We've bugged Toby's house. Oh, my God. I know. We've been talking about that for ages. I know, and I did it. Oh, my God. What did you get? I don't know. Let's listen in. Okay. Hi, hi, Adam. Yeah, it, it's Toby. Um, you, you've got to get a new phone, man. Um, look, I, I can't talk long because Pete's in the shower, but are, are you still coming around tonight? Yeah, okay. Just because, look, it probably won't even come up, you know, whatever. But look, just, just in case, I probably didn't tell Peter that we went to Rongan's last night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if it comes up, yeah, yeah, good, good. Line dancing classes. Yeah. Yes, I'm aware it's not the best I could have done, but I was rather on the hop when it came up. <laughs> Look, to be honest, what is, what is most helpful right now is not so much the sarcastic zingers and just get the fuck on board with the story we all agree on. Yeah, yeah, right, right. We spent the day working at the hospital and then went to lion dancing classes. Well, if you knew that we actually spent all day hoofing Amel in a private karaoke room, he'd throw me out of my ass. so I've kind of been telling him something along the lines of we're working as clown doctors in a special gay kids with cancer ward. Yeah, I told him it's an organisation called the Dream On Foundation. Yep, out of the closet into remission. Just nod and agree, all right. Oh, and, and can you wear a neck brace tonight? A neck brace? Get one from the chemist on the way over. Well... I don't think he really bought the gay kids' cancer thing, so I had to lay it on a bit thick with something else. I said you were sick and needed an emergency carer. Well, in the moment, what I actually said out loud was spina bifida. But I, I fudged it and made it sound like spinal bifida, which I said was different and not as serious, you know, like sort of when you get sunburn on sunburn on your neck. Why have I got to argue with you about every little thing? Why do you never support me? Just wear the fucking neck brace. Shit, shit he's getting out of the shower. i got to go. Remember, spinal bifida, gay cancer kids, line dancing classes. Oh, and, and if I call you Stephen a lot, just be cool, okay? Bye. You're not a rock star. You never will be a rock star. And the only thing about big about you is your hair. Okay. All right, it's time to talk again to uh, Nathan Falvo, who uh, has told us all about his grinder obsession. And now, have people been messaging him now that they know you're researching grinder, or such as oh. I want my pills back? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, I am patient well, medication. Yeah. Well, now I can say that it's uh, research. So every time I'm on Grinder now, because I'm because I'm you know writing the new show, people I just go oh, research. Oh, so you paid for the extreme one because you can claim it on tax. I have paid for Grinder. So oh, wow. I get a, a, a text message when someone messages me. Now getting messages is normally good. It means mm-hmm. validation. It means yep. good. Mm-hmm. Go me tick. Uh, I'm a very insecure person, guys. I don't know if you've picked up on that. Oh. So, no, uh, not even in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> I would think you put more of an effort in if you really cared. <laughs> <laughs> Considering that you're talking to the three most secure people. Uh... Scotty did tell me in the lift, Nathan, cut up the wrist. Um, <laughs> uh, so my favorite, one of my favourite features on Grindr is uh, if uh, it's the block feature. So if you don't right. like someone, you press block and it deletes them from your, off from your profile. They can't talk Do to you anymore. Do they know that you've been well, you've yeah, Well, they can't see you anymore, so you just you disappear. disappear. Yeah. But now, they might have th- think you've moved to Adelaide. I know. Sometimes I think, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I think I'm really funny, okay? And this guy didn't We've noticed <laughs> Right, right, right. I think I'm really funny. I don't give a shit if anyone agrees with me or not. Now I so this I have a picture on my grinder of me uh, standing in front of this in front of a microphone, right? And right. so this guy goes, "Oh, do you sing?" And I said, "No." And then he wrote, "Do you play an instrument?" And I wrote back, "Is cock an instrument?" <laughs> right. <laughs> and then he blocked me. Oh no. <laughs> For talking about your cock on Grinder, yeah. No, talking about how well I play a cock. Wow. <laughs> no, he was just really upset because that guy was in a cock orchestra and I thought you were making fun. It was, it was competition. Now, yeah. a couple of months ago, we all know that I got fired from uh, Joy. Let's not talk about mm-hmm. that. But right. uh, so I was uh, also in between in between jobs. We say uh, Scott Scotty would know that. Yeah. Uh, in between jobs, Pre- so previously I, employed. Previously yeah, right. employed. So I was actually on the dole, and so I was on the dole for a little bit, and I was sitting at home uh, watching the View, and I'm talking to this guy on Grinder and he says, oh, what are you up to? And I was like, you know, oh, do what I do every day. Got up out of bed at 11, now I'm watching The View. What do you do? And then he wrote, I work for the government into doll statistics. So I had to block him. <laughs> <laughs> he got I, blocked? I think he was like um, Scott's friend, the uh, sociologist yes, of accounting. Making shit up. And just making shit up yep. oh, <laughs> in response okay. to what you'd said. <laughs> Because I reckon you could count that as one of your jobs on your form. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. an application as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> well, it ends with a job. Um, yeah, because he was... <laughs> <laughs> now this is... <laughs> Can you write hand job <laughs> <laughs> on your doll form? <laughs> on you start allowance for hand job. <laughs> yeah. Nathan, you've claimed four jobs at once. Yes. Yes. I'm a very talented guy. That's right. <laughs> if unemployed gay people chase jobs the way they chase sex, then we would have no unemployment in Australia. <laughs> exactly. Now, another message, uh, which is one of my favourites, uh, this message appeared one night. Hi. I'm 15 years old, down to earth and discreet, and will only do what you're comfortable with. I understand if you're sceptical, I'm not a cop. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) The person on the other end of that was going, don't forget to put the word not in. Not not Is this like like the Turing test? You know, they work out if something's a robot or a person. (laughs) What what on earth could a a 15-year-old be comfortable with that I wouldn't be? Yeah. Like, come over and do my maybe, solar system yeah. assignment that's due tomorrow. Maybe fill in your doll form. Yeah. <laughs> well, probably detention. <laughs> I'm happy you're not a cop because the construction worker was my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> Now, this is another one. This one I've received. Uh, 
tell me if you guys uh, are into this. Maybe you are. No judgment if if you are. This mm. is. Uh, I'm just. Uh, Can we speak sh- on behalf sh- of Wiz? This is this is uh, real. Just showing you the message. Here mm-hmm. we go. Mm-hmm. Nothing up your sleeve. I have a fetish for seeing it. This is uh, just. He just sent me this. Not even a hello first. Right. I have a fetish for seeing a guy blowing up balloons till they burst. Seeing a guy acting tough, trying to push past its limit, seeing how big it'll go, teasing me, <laughs> scaring me as it's getting tight, drives me wild, wild in caps lock. The tension, the anticipation, building, the, the building excites me, and seeing him being so competitive, trying to push the limit, and tempting fate with every breath. <laughs> Makes me weak inside. Wow. What? Wow. So Worst got- kids party clown <laughs> ever. <laughs> so this guy wants you to go to his house. But, I just, I'm, what, but he's got a balloon fetish. Well, that's sort of like it's man versus balloon. You could charge yeah. money for that. Maybe yes. that's why he's on Grinder. He's been charged money <laughs> yes. for that. I don't know if it was Lano or Woodley, but that was, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a very weird message. Now, here's another wow. thing. I don't understand why gays have this understanding. If you're on Grinder, somehow, it means you're a prostitute. Okay, now anyone that's using Grinder will know that you just get these messages straight up. Hey, mate, want a blowy? Dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. Well, wow. Do you? Then they go, uh, uh, want to make some cash. And they spell... Uh, sometimes oh, they the say, cash so, well, the, yeah. So one guy like wrote to me, exactly. One guy wrote want sex and question mark with the s with the with that. I don't understand. Uh, people must do it. Am I right? Well, because for them to be so out with it and just go, hey, you looking for cash? The guys just must say yes. I know a lot of people from when I was a young one mm-hmm. who would do well, it. Here for we money go. Because... A friend of mine. A friend of yeah, mine. Yeah, friend of a friend. Yep. Well, I was young and thin once and <laughs> on the doll. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, you know, you, there are certain people on the internet who want to have sex with attractive twinks and attractive twinks don't want to have sex with fat old men. And but also, cash will push them over the line. Then, <laughs> There is, like, for some guys, actually paying for it is part of the thrill. Is that's a fetish. that's yeah. kind of the sexual. Means they're not cheating. It's fine. You know, I'll bring my own balloons. You don't need. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. T- tax write off. Yeah, that is fine. <laughs> because, but I was thinking, well, seriously, Zig, I am cool. Yeah, yeah. Really? There, is, <laughs> there is levels of prostitution in, in everyone's life, I do believe. Now, I would not say yes to a guy to go over to his house and have sex with him for cash, but then I think, hang on, I can't, I can't judge those people because there's elements of prostitution that I do when I go to a nightclub. I will let a guy that I have no interest in flirt with me and buy me a drink at the yeah. bar. I yeah. won't Admiral. do that. Admiral. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Do you hear this, Admiral? <laughs> when I lived in Greensboro growing up, I couldn't afford a cab from Peel to Greensboro. No, it was ridiculous. It was like a $50, $60 cab ride. Yeah. So I used to uh, hook up with people just so I had somewhere to stay <laughs> <laughs> and get up the next morning and catch the first train. That's so, not prostitution no, as such, that's just but it's a level. Maybe it was probably more honest to take the money. <laughs> well, then this guy says to me... Because when you take their wallet, they don't know you're taking the money. Yeah. At least when the money's offered to you, I they know how much they're going to lose. I didn't... Good looking hey, down to earth guy sees eight and a half inch top in zone two. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. do, you, do, you any, do you get any messages saying, hey, buddy, want to make some alopecia medication? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they got another one looking for someone to fist me. Love Scotty Brennan. No, don't worry about that uh, one. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. There's this one. Hey, w- it's a real conversation. Hey, would you piss on me for a hundred dollars? I wrote back no, and he wrote back fifty dollars for you to piss in a glass. Oh wow! Oh. <laughs> I thought okay. God, those, no. those are. Even- <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I just thought. I, 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 do. I, I just want to find out who it is and tell his mates when they go over to his house for a cup of tea to take your own cup. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but I was just thinking those <laughs> take your own cup. Those reality TV producers are really, you know, <laughs> looking for contestants in the weirdest places now. Oh. Piss in a cup. I can't believe you just spilled on Molly's secrets. It's so weird. Oh. <laughs> That's right. Now this is. Uh, I don't know. I really hope I'm going to end it on this one. So how embarrassing if you don't find it funny? Uh, but this <laughs> this is my favourite grinder message I've ever received. Uh, so uh, here we go. This is, and you got to you got to wait for the for the spelling right. error that he fixes at the end. Okay. Hey, strange request, but I need a spare pair of hands. Can you spare 15 minutes? I'm building a choke shed and just need someone to hold something while I screw it together. Tried all the people I know locally, but no one is home. <laughs> dot dot dot. Sorry, that was chook shed. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited about the choke shed. Yeah, oh my God. I got the message and I was like, what the fuck's a choke shed? Oh my God. Oh, no. Isn't that normally a basement? <laughs> Fritzel, you're on grinder. <laughs> I thought, what the hell's a choke shed? I've never thought it was like, you know, maybe uh, appeals renamed itself. Even more horrific <laughs> that someone on grinder thinks that Poof doesn't know how to hammer in nail. Yeah. <laughs> no, a, a, a choke shed is actually less disturbing than a choke shed. There's <laughs> poor bitches out there in zone two on grinder. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, you know what? Fuck Jim's chook sheds. Yeah, I'm going straight yeah. to the source. I'm going straight to Grinder. <laughs> so I knew you'd have the same reaction as me. I went, oh, chook shed. But then I'm just like, what is a choke shed? Oh, <laughs> my God. So much, it has so much potential. I reckon, though, that, that is, it's just a really complicated euphemism, that entire message. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, I still... Either that or he's mistaken Grinder for, you know, Service Central. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think well, there's some point you're just going, well, you know what? The balloon's got nothing. I'm going to go. With the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want you to come over. And you get there and the choke shed's inflatable. <laughs> oh, so you heard it here first. Peyton pending. Choke shed. Choke shed. <laughs> Coming to choke a city shed. near you. Oh, thank you so much, Nathan Velvo. You're uh, you can find Nathan on his web. Nah, just go to Grinder. Just go to yeah. Grinder. He's there. Fine. Check just, him out on our website, foggypuffy.com.au. Hanging in a choke shed. Choke shed. <laughs> Cece feels things deeply. Cece is a deeply feeling person. Talk to me. Scott's joke corner. Yes, it's Scott time Brennan. for my joke. Uh, are you ready? Are you sitting comfortably, oh, children? I, I as, don't as I'll ever be. Okay. My joke this week is what have anal sex and broccoli got in common? I, uh, I don't. I like as an adult what was forced on me as a child. <laughs> oh my God. There wow. you go. That's joke corner what a, for another. What a stunningly appropriate soundtrack. <laughs> 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 How do you feel, Mark Holden? <laughs> Touchdown! Yeah. Oh, no, no, don't. Thank you, Mark. Don't encourage him. Children. Don't oh. encourage him. Oh, man. Yuck. I've never felt so sorry for Vanessa Amorossi in all my life. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, right. I um. Gosh. I have to go and wash out my eyes, my ears, yeah. and possibly my penis. Yeah, I have to. I've got a new identity waiting for me at the front. <laughs> Should we just replace him with Nate Velvet? I'm going to have the same life. <laughs> <laughs> you replace us both. 
It's taken a toll on me. I need to spend some time in counselling. Oh, God. Scott's joke corner. Yeah. I never want to go through that again. May, may or may not be back next time. It's like the naughty corner. <laughs> well, some fat bitch has told us to go and sit there. <laughs> You have to go and sit in Scott's joke. Scott's corner. joke corner. <laughs> no, please. Not no. happy birthday. <laughs> All three of these men are gay. Talk poofy to me. Oh, okay. Oh, I know how you feel, Dallas. Oh, yes. It's Grunty McFuckering time. He, he doesn't look. Good. He looks different today, though. He doesn't he look just happy. Look a bit more pallid than normal. Yeah. Maybe he spent the whole weekend chained up in the bar fridge. Oh, ooh, again. Again. Mm. Uh, please welcome uh, our major sponsor, well, our only sponsor, mm. Grunty McFuckring. <sighs> um... Right, you custard brained brown curtain, soft serve cones of stupidity. Shut the fuck up and, uh, you know, whatever. Shit, shit, shit. What's the fucking point, anyway? <laughs> Uh, sorry, guys. Um, yeah, you're fucking stupid. You are. You, you dumb cunts. Yeah, I like money and shit. Yeah, f- uh, fucking bus boys is pretty cool. <laughs> <sighs> sorry, cunts. I'm a bit out of sorts nowadays. You know how it is. One minute you're giving Pedro's wheezies in the sling, singing "Don't Stop Believing" in his native Tagalog. <laughs> <laughs> The next thing you know, that bubble bum 62 kilos of bad decisions can fuck off and hitchhike his way to the hellmouth because it's all his fault for turning life into an aching dull chore because he won't hang the fucking washing out right. I don't know what the fuck man rags I'm on this week, but I appear to be some kind of modern day teen wolf. Except of, instead of turning into a wolf, I've turned into a gormless sad sack on his emotional blob, sitting in the dark while he cry wings to Anthony Kalia's first album on repeat. <laughs> God help you if you try and cheer me up. Pedro's like, come on, Grunty, let's go down to the bar and deny some lesbians entry. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck off, Pedro. I'm wallowing. I like being this miserable. Sonia Momondo sends a beautiful <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Who died and put me in the middle of a Christus Schalke short story? <laughs> what the fuck is happening? I'm a capable person. I am better than this. If I fucking well met myself in the Wrongans beer garden, belch farting misery into the air like a dirty coal power station, I'd prescribe a swift treatment of brutal vodka waterboarding while some blue-eyed muscle twink removed the self-indulgence lodged in my duodenum with his dick. (laughs) Pick yourself up, dust yourself off, take a bath in your own money and start all over again sort of thing. But fuck me if I can't just turn the engine over. I can't even be rooted getting smashed. I know it's like Oprah saying I'm full. But I can't. <laughs> I think I'm just run down. Like most of the year I get by on amyl fumes and the vitamin C in Cuervo Gold. But <laughs> I think it might be time for my quarterly vegetable. Yeah, I'll I'll have a nap for a week and eat a bean. <laughs> I'll be all right in a bit. It comes and goes, eh? It's just biorhythms or feng shui or withdrawal since the renovator's finished or something. Anyway... <laughs> Get fucked or whatever you like, really. I've got to go to the supermarket. I mean, if I'm not there to break down crying because I can't decide which shampoo to buy, who will, eh? That's me. I'm always fucking giving. Hooray. Thanks, Grunty. Oh. Is it going to be all right? Oh, I hope not. Oh, I'm not Judy Garland at Carnegie fucking Hall. I survived. <laughs> <laughs> all right, he'll be all right. But you are, Blanche. You are in that chair. Talk poofy to me. 
All right, it's time for Poofstery with Mother Paul Horan, the the learned one, (laughs) (laughs) who shall be bringing us all sorts of information and uh, some of it going to the ears of Wes Snelling. Are you listening, Wes? Yep. (laughs) Are you taking anything in? No. Good. (laughs) Yes, I'm learning so much. What what, what do you got for us this week, Teach? Look, I've got got a few things tucked underneath my history wimple. (laughs) 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 I... I was recently uh, <laughs> reflecting. Uh, we were talking about Polari a couple of weeks yes. ago. Yeah, yeah very and interesting. We were talking about kind of how camp has gone out of fashion. Mm, and yeah. I think it's a really great change because with camp comes camp characters. Yeah. And I was reminded this recently by when someone started to talk um, trade anecdotes. And I'm about to open the floodgates mm. by saying, I heard a story about Frank Thring once. Oh, oh everybody knows. So for the uninitiated, the uninitiated, there are some Gen Ys that have the misfortune to listen to this broadcast. <laughs> Frank Thringdier was uh, Melbourne-born mm-hmm. and uh, basically was an actor. His father owned a movie studio here in the 20s and 30s and invented the clapperboard. You know the oh, clapperboard? Really? The banger. Yeah, right. banger. Yeah. There was a Melbourne invention. Wow. Just like the Hills Hoy. Yes. So... Um, <laughs> Anyway, so Frank became an actor, very, very camp, very acerbic, hilariously funny, and very, very outrageous. And he's in, is he in uh, Spartacus or Spartacus? Ben-Hur? Yes, and Ben-Hur. Yes. He was Pontius Pilate in Ben-Hur. Yes. And for basically for the 60s, basically... Um, uh, appeared in just about every swords and sandals. <laughs> yes. So if you see a kind of s- sort of large, lascivious, homosexual uh, in an enormous toga going, come here, boy, that'll be Frank Thring. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he came back to Melbourne in the 70s and but, you know, worked for Melbourne Theatre and all these things. And um, he was married uh, briefly and then uh, became so increasingly massively mm. gay when he got here. <laughs> And basically, the stories of Frank Thring, well, I his, think, his, are his best known. unbelievable. He was very successful as an actor in Hollywood, but he's yeah. really just best known, certainly in Melbourne. I don't really know about the rest of mm. Australia how well he's known, but in Melbourne, he's known as, like, the extreme case of the bon vivant. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Famously drunk, yes. famously slutty. Totally outrageous. Yeah. I'm right here. Like the, <laughs> the absolute archetype for you know, as as Velvo is Muppet Babies of Us. Yes. Yeah. So we are Muppet Babies of Frank Three. Yes. Yes. So one of the he appeared as a baddie on Skippy once. Uh, oh the TV dear. series Skippy. Oh, wow. oh, and uh, got to the set for the very first time. It was way out in the bush. And to keep the kangaroos quiet, um, they used to put the kangaroos who were Skippy. There was about five of them. Sorry to dispel that myth. Uh, <laughs> they put them in a wet sack, tie them up and hang them to the tree. And when Frank oh. Thring first got to see it, and they said, he said, oh, my goodness, what's that? And he said, oh, um, that's where we keep Skippy. It keeps him quiet. And Frank said, oh, my goodness, if that's the star's dressing room, imagine what mine's going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, also, too, I used to have my hair cut uh, at a place called Chainsaw Massacre in um, Carlton. Mm. And he said, uh, the guys there said that when they very first opened, that um, Frank Thring uh, just burst through the door on about the third day of opening and just said, I'm Frank Thring. I just thought you should know that I live in the neighbourhood. Slammed the door and left. <laughs> They swear it's true. Oh, wow. And why don't people do that? I'm so doing that. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely doing that. I just thought you should know. This is not the episode you should be learning from, (laughs) Wes.
they probably that one of the greatest apocryphal stories is that uh, Frank Thing was doing a movie or a play or something, mm. and he didn't turn up on Monday. Oh, I love this. Story. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't turn up on Monday for his call, and they got a bit worried about it and thinking, "Oh goodness, has anyone seen Frank?" No, no, no. So they went round his house and they had to bash the door down. <laughs> And there was Frank on the back porch um, with a ball gag in his mouth, blindfolded, tied up to a sun lounger. (laughs) A banana lounge. (laughs) And eventually, uh, and it looked like he'd been there for the entire weekend. It may have been raining, it may have been whatever. Anyway, they got the ball gag out of his mouth and he said, I've just had the most fabulous weekend. I love him. Now, there may be other versions of that yes. story. Yeah. And oh. I would like people to send in Frank's yes. ring story. Yes. I think pretty much everyone alive has heard some flavour yes. of that story. Poofcast at talkingpoofy.com.au is the email, please. Let's, we want to hear let, about them. Yes. Because there's no book on Frank's ring. No, and there should just, be. Is there not? No. Oh, that's it's, ridiculous. Barry a, Dickens wrote a play. <laughs> yep. That's about it. Is it. There should be a movie, Adam. Oh, no, I you couldn't. Could, there, I couldn't do it justice. There could I mean, be I could just physically do it justice. Right. <laughs> no, there what, could be a book of people's anecdotes. Yeah, yeah well, this is what I'm thinking. Merely. I reckon it would be much better than the Blue Day book. So instead of, you know, that little... Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I'm having a bad day. What's I'd, my affirmation yeah, of the what's day? What's my affirmation from Frank? Oh, yeah. darling. You know, yeah. Take yeah. it up the poor um, part. Well, one was, of my favourites is um, where he was at some party and had gone off to a room with a young gentleman and then <laughs> called out and gone, someone bring me another boy, this one's split. <laughs> <laughs> let's, do I, um, it. Let's, let's open the Thring file. Yes. <laughs> I actually, I saw Send Frank Thring, Thring stories. Um, you saw him? I saw him when I was very young and I was in the foyer of the... You were on your knees. Melbourne and- Arts Centre, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Treasury Gardens uh, again. <laughs> yes, I made a fortune. Um, no, I was... I remember being in the foyer of the... Melbourne Arts Centre, I think not long after it opened, which would have been the 80s sometime. And um, I didn't really know. Mum said, oh, look, there's Frank Thring. And I didn't really know who Frank Thring was at the time. But I looked down and there's this man, Frank Thring, standing in the middle of the foyer wearing all black, bald with these enormous black sunglasses on, just screaming at someone (laughs) at the other end of the foyer, at the top of his voice going... Hello, darling. How are you? <laughs> and having this really intimate conversation at the top of his lungs. <laughs> I said, Mummy, Mummy, take me away from that man. <laughs> so, where's an eye talk? Yeah. <laughs> I love him. Send in, send in your thring stories, oh, your thring tales. Him. Your thring tales. There oh. we go. That's the name of the book. That's What's the name of the book. one of my other favourite quotes, and uh, this. This is probably apocryphal, is um, uh, when in an interview, and I apparently never went to air, had to be edited, was asked, you know, Frank, what would you do if you won a million dollars? And he said, darling, I'd buy a primary school. (laughs) (laughs) Wowie. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing off colour about that at all. No, nothing questionable. But also, if you're out there and you're a bit theatrical, um, become your own Frank Thring. Become your own yes. Thring. Live the Thring. Live the Thring. Live the Thring. Live the Thring. The Thring life. We could, just, we could sell it on the sci-fi yes. channel. Lord of the Thrings. You <laughs> <laughs> don't just walk into Mordor. <laughs> My precious. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Bring me another ring. This one's split. Bring me another orc. Yes. This one's broken. It well, must be a taxi to Mount Doom. Yeah. Surely. Well, thank you, Mother Horan. Thank yes. you so much. He a says, pleasure. wrapping it up. For giving us some <laughs> thring love. Yes, thring love. Oh. <laughs> that was the poof car. There it was. There it was. <laughs> we're, we're just sharing Matthew Shepard moments. Oh, man. Matthew, what's he got? Matthew Fox moments. Matthew, Matthew Fox, Fox moments. What, what was his name in the shot? Oh, no, because he was Jack Shepard. He was Jack Shepard. He was, was Dr. Hero in Lost. Dr. Hero. <laughs> you know, do you know what? Out of 7C, I was just waiting for him to die. Kill him. He's oh. the most tedious character in the world. See, I loved him in that show, but <sighs> I, like, as I love Charlie on Party of Five and would have probably masturbated him several times. <laughs> right. And then loved Jack in Lost and was just, like, got to interview him one day and he is a prized cunt. Oh, is really? really? I'm not surprised. He is oh, a massive wow. cock. Like, just, oh. Like, like oh, no. egotistical? Or? Just, yeah, full of himself and, you know, told these long, rambling anecdotes that went nowhere that he thought were interesting. Not oh. unlike this podcast. We'll be back next yeah. week. Yeah, we're here and we're queer and we're doing all right. Girls and boys making noise, they are talking all night. Talking trash, talking trade, talking dirty and gay. <laughs> what other so- there should be more songs about rooting a friend, shouldn't there? There should be lots more songs about rooting a friend. Why does yeah. no one sing about this? People sing about fucking dancing and throwing uh, your hands like- in the air like you don't care. Where, where are the songs about getting smashed and pashing your friends? <laughs> where are they? Are we, are we meant to start this segment or are we just going to go from you talking uh, about Spice Girls to become one? <laughs> We should probably start it properly. <laughs> professional. Professional. Right. This is the poof cast, obviously. And yeah. uh, we won't get breakfast in Hobart from doing unprofessional like <laughs> We're staying at the Rest Point Casino. Oh, don't my God. You know? Are we truly? We are totally truly. Oh, oh my God. God. It's but like The Shining, but tall. <laughs> Do you want to get drunk and pretend it's Towering Inferno in the corridor after the show? <laughs> oh, my God. I'll be Stephanie from Bold and the Beautiful. Oh, my God. And you be Robert Wagner. <laughs> okay, sure and thing. you can be the flame. <laughs> I don't care what it costs you. We're opening this building tonight, damn it. <laughs> we may never love like this again. Is that that one or is that from Poseidon Adventure? No, no, Poseidon Adventure is There's Got to Be a Morning oh, that's After. Right. Oh, God. They do it in Priscilla and they're all underwater mm. with but their But both Maureen costumes. McGovern and both Academy Award nominated, your confusion is entirely understandable. Right. Oh, Maureen God. McGovern. Wow. Maureen McGovern. How do you know this? Did she also sing from LA to New York from New York to LA? Because <laughs> that was your favourite song for some time. No, that, was, that was Patsy Gallant. 
Okay, I'm, complete, I'm just completely that's lost in this conversation. Do you, know, do you know that song from LA to New York? From oh, yeah. New York to LA. LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she got a bit excited about that. Mm. Hey. Um, <laughs> LA. LA. Like the woman in the nanny who gets excited about the word tan. You know, she's the lady in red when everybody else is wearing tan. You've got to take your money notes where you find them. If you wait for a money note to come along, uh, yeah. you will still be waiting when you are 60 with no money notes to the, be found. The money note. The money note. Is the that like the mo- that's the money shot for singers, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Never and heard that before. No- Money note. Yeah, because that note was never actually in that song when Dolly sang it, but when Whitney got her hands on it. Oh, oh my God. I'm going to make every eighth note a money note because yeah. I can only sing the money note. I'm not good with the ones in between. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not good with the change. <laughs> I'm just doing. I'm big... just singing hundred dollar bills. <laughs> it's like when, when big stars get doubles to like do the the lighting setups on movies. Yeah, mm. like Whitney has a has a, a non money note double. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, Elton John does in concert. Really, but his is the reverse because his voice is fucked. Like when oh, he's, he's in got concert. a money note standing. Yeah, he's like oh my he's God. playing Crocodile Rock. He's like, <laughs> and then you just hear this falsetto dude at the back going. Wow! No, 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 no. And is he just moving his mouth up at like and like he's a ventriloquist dummy? No, or no, no. He's really concentrating on playing the piano at those bits, right? No, <laughs> like, I, oh, I can't do the high singing yeah. and the fingering at the same time. That's really hard. Oh, Although but, you know, it was good at the concert. Oh, here's me banging on about Elton John because I'm a million years old. They had like a camera on the keyboard, so on the big screen at the back, you just see him like fingering. <laughs> oh my god! His, oh, his fingers are so fat. I'm amazed he can only hit one note at a time. Like, <laughs> There were some strange chords, you're yeah, right. Yeah, my God. <laughs> Little sausage fingers help. Oh, <laughs> He's really got a specifically made piano with really fat keys. Yeah. I mean, with that footage at the back, did that just look like a meat tray being dangled over a piano? I was going to say that the keyboard can be quite weird. You'd be like, why are all those eels dancing on that checkerboard? <laughs> Make any sense at all? That's really good. Like he sang Rocket Man, and he did like it in four different styles. He was Which, reggae for a little while, and then he moved uh, into a bit of you know. Right, so the scared weird little guys with a musical direction. <laughs> <laughs> what tour was this? Um, was I this? don't know. It was a couple of years ago. Someone just gave me free tickets because they couldn't sell to it. Go and and see they wanted Elton to fill John. it up. Yeah, right. It was the fat. Gay and cantankerous tour. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one where he was. Speaking did... of which, we are coming to Adelaide first. Uh, <laughs> we are. In a couple of weeks' time. He refused to, to stay in Melbourne, so he had chartered a plane to, to fly commute. him back to Sydney every night. Oh, after what a horrid old pafter. What an old pafter. I mean, good luck to him, you know. <laughs> Why did he refuse to stay in Melbourne? Oh, darling, I just can't stand it. There's not enough flowers. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe the tracksuits were too tight down oh, here. I don't know. Because he refuses to stay anywhere other than Kens of Kensington. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? He's a contrary old bitch. Oh, he must oh, just do it because he can. Yeah. Because I'm Elton John. Because I'm Elton. Uh, we were going to talk about something, but we've probably run out of time. Anyway, yeah. uh, there's more of the podcast after this. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Who does that double? Carol Channing. Who's up the back? No, 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 no. He's better than Elton ever was. <laughs> yes, I'm Elton's high nerd. That's my job. <laughs>